Welcome to the Quantum Alchemist Podcast. My name is Ashley Eve. I'm a human design expert trained by Ra's personal students for the last two and a half years and counting. I'm also a human design and wealth spiritual business mentor, helping you ignite the codes of your original blueprint for limitless prosperity and expansive success. This is all about embodied leadership and results here, my friends, all by design. I can't wait to go on this journey with you, so without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast, my friends. I'm so excited to have you here and so excited for this special episode. Why is it special, you ask? Well... (laughs) Let me tell you, I have been in the void. It's one of my favorite places to be because I find I thrive in the discomfort. I've trained myself, I should say I've trained myself to thrive in the discomfort. It wasn't something that I was always good at. It wasn't something that came natural to me. In fact, a large part of my early life was running from discomfort, That's how I ended up leaving my education and going to Australia for a year. And interestingly enough, when I found Gene Keys, I'm actually trained by Richard Wright himself and completely trained, completely certified in and by Gene Keys and by Richard Wright. One of the things that really stood out for me when I was learning about my hologenetic profile, my keys, my codes, my blueprint within Gene Keys was this very short sentence, but something that I will never forget and has been now a hallmark for me in my life was that if I find, and also in human design, I have a defined G-center. If I find that I am running away, it's because I'm not finding joy and satisfaction in what I am doing. So this has been something that has been a hallmark for me and really noticing, am I running away or am I in the void? And how can I be comfortable in the void? Because that is the feminine. That's where the birthing happens. And in particular for myself, I do have gate 41 in my body graph and 41 is decrease defined as the limitation of resources, which maximizes development of potential. Now, a lot of people, when they hear 41, they think bad, you know, decrease, limitation of resources. But 41 is the birthing. It's birthing, right? When a female births a baby, there's a limitation of resources. (laughs) It's time to be birthed. It's time to come out into the world. You know, you even think about butterflies, the limitation of resources within the cocoon. It's when they are birthed, when they're ready to be birthed. And 41 is in personality Jupiter line six for me. So interestingly enough, it is being the role model within this decrease, this stillness in the face of the void, this stillness in the face of obstacles and obstacles can be interpreted as hitting the edges of your comfort zone, hitting the edges of where you are and realizing there's this limitation of resources in where you are now. And you have this option to stay where you are, stay where it's comfortable, or to be still in the face of obstacles. That's the 
trigram of the root. That's how the root is defined is stillness in the face of obstacles. So be still within that decrease to receive that which I respond to, to bring about the next action that I take. And I find, especially for 41, it's really critical to be operating within that line six role model of what it means to be still in the void, what it means to sit your ass down in the void (laughs) and receive the wisdom that is being brought to you from the universe. Because it's also Jupiter, which is expansion. (laughs) Jupiter's abundance. Jupiter is the opening of doors. What you might not know about me is I'm also an astrologer. So, and I've gone through the official training with human design at the International Human Design School. So I learned about astrology within human design as well. And it stands true. Jupiter's about abundance. It's about expansion. It's about opening of doors. So for me to have the opening of doors within the role model of 41... I myself must be the role model of what it means to be still in the face of obstacles. So a piece for me is noticing, and this is what I do with my clients, is weave together human design, G-keys, and of course astrology, all the quantum alchemy, my friends, all that quantum alchemy to show, okay, well, if you are running away when there's this limitation of resources, you're not actually able to tap into the role model. You're actually not able to tap into this Jupiter energy of that's where this implosion comes from from within of resources of things to respond to of those doors of opportunity so anyway where I was tying all these pieces together typical generator sacral authority I don't speak to the logical mind anyway I speak to the soul so your soul is following me even even if your logical mind is like where is this woman going this is just to say I'm having a coffee as well as I talk I've been in the void and it's something I've trained myself to be comfortable in because I've been so conditioned to run when I'm in the void. I've been so conditioned to quit when I'm in the void. And that is such a generator thing as well, right? Quitting in that plateau and quitting when you hit those limitations of resources. So this has been something that I've been really focusing on. And interestingly enough, if you have listened to my previous podcast episodes, you know that I was meant to be launching You Are the Niche and Business by Human Design this month, June 2021, for those that are listening in the future. Or maybe you're from the future and you're listening. You know, there's lots of timelines happening at once. And I work with a shaman as well in my business. And I was told, do not launch. (laughs) You, You are meant to be in the void. You're meant to be still right now. And I was told, even if you get the inclination to launch, not to launch. Resist the temptation. Resist the mind dragging you along. And it's funny because I went to the other day. I thought, oh, you know what? I'm just going to launch You Are The Niche because I'm dying to get this out in the world. I really desire to get it out. Even though I know, right, I do know that I'm meant to be in this pause. My soul's like, bitch, sit down. So I went to log on to my computer to, because I already have the sales page made and everything, to make it live. And the internet, I kid you not, I can't make this shit up. The internet shut down. And I don't know about you, but I've never seen the internet give a, notice of when you can log in again and it said you can log in tomorrow at 5 p.m. 
So I called the company and they're like, I don't know what's going on with your internet, but it looks like the earliest we can get up is five. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I pick up a book, I start reading and I fall asleep for an hour on the couch. And when I woke up, I was like, you know what? I just have to be. I just have to listen. I just have to be. I just have to receive because there's something even more special that is trying to come through to be added to and expanded on within business by human design and you are the niche. So I had that realization. Soul struck me with lightning and I go to log into my computer and the internet was working. So anyway, again, this is all tying into the topic of today. I like telling stories. I like using analogies. And this is all tying into the topic of today of our generators, energizer bunnies. Can generators go, go, go? Is that our natural state? And the answer is no, is <laughs> a simple answer. However, it's never that simple, of course, when we're looking at energy. So we could say it depends. The degree to which the no applies to you depends. But those that are female and whether you have a menstrual cycle or you are postmenopausal and no longer have a menstrual cycle, we follow the moon as well. So this plays a massive role in this idea of us being go, go, go. But our individual design, and I'm going to tap on a couple pieces of mine that play a role here. It may or may not apply to your design. However, what I'm trying to do is just open your mind to the fact that you've actually been conditioned to believe that you should be go, go, go. And it may actually be an unhealthy state for your design. So the first point, this will apply to all generators. The first point I want to say is generators and manifesting generators. Manifesting generators are generators. Maybe that should have been the first thing I touched on. However, I do have podcast episodes on that. Manifesting generators are not hybrids. Manifesting generators are not manifestors. Manifesting generators do not inform. All right, so that was point one maybe, but I have actual episodes on that. The first thing I want to say in regards to this very specific topic of our generators and manifesting generators, our sacral beings, go, 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 is we have a natural ebb and flow built in, which seems to be very easily overlooked in the online space, very easily overlooked in, you know, those short bits of fancy infographics that are put out about human design. We have a natural ebb and flow. We are meant to have a surge of mastery, and then a plateau. And that plateau is meant to be where we regain resources, where we kind of fuel up, where we recharge our batteries. And within this, and we're going to get into this later on in the episode, we also have an ebb and flow month to month with the moon, with our feminine cycle, with our feminine flow, with our menstrual cycle. And we also have an ebb and flow with the year and the season. So within this complexity of the seasons, the moon and our natural generator, surge of mastery and then plateau, we actually have a lot of rest that's actually built into our design itself that really isn't being spoken about. So what very often happens is that generators, when they hit the plateau, they are used to having a lot of energy. So they hit this plateau and they think they're doing something wrong. They think something's out of alignment 
and they believe that they have to shift their direction, pivot, quit what they're doing and start something new. And it really is just because of this feeling of being stuck that comes with being in the plateau and being in our natural ebb and flow. It's also because we are so heavily conditioned to be in masculine energy. We are so heavily conditioned to go, go, go. Everyone, not just generators, everyone, that it feels unnatural to rest. It feels unnatural to be in flow. It feels unnatural to not have something on the go. And now that I'm just thinking about it as well, this wasn't something I planned on speaking of, but it is something that's dropping in right now. In typical sacral generator, I'm responding it to speak on this right now. I believe another reason that generators and manifesting generators become stuck or resist the plateaus that are natural in their design, resist the void, resist the ebb and flow of the moon, which is just a natural part of who we are, is this panic because a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs are not creating what I call the scaffolding in their business or the frameworks or the structure, that masculine structure in their business because they're so in flow, they're so going with the flow, launching things as they come, living day to day, to be honest, doing daily tactics, not long-term strategy, that they panic in the void, they panic in the plateau of this thought of where's money coming from? How am I going to pay my bills? What do I do if this plateau lasts two months long? So there is this panic around money and that can, and that can be a twisted web that I help my clients unravel, but that can be due to the fact that maybe someone's a little bit too much in this daily tactics, not long-term strategy. They don't have the scaffolding in their business that when they do hit that plateau, which is inevitable, there's this panic around money that comes with it of where's the money going to come from to pay the bills or pay my staff in the business. So they're not actually honoring that plateau. They're forcing their way through that plateau, which is a necessary part of our design so that we can have that surge of mastery again. And then they are burning out. They're getting frustrated, potentially quitting, potentially pivoting, switching directions in their business when what they were doing was actually aligned. So that was kind of a last minute add on there. So I don't desire to go too deep into that. I'll get off track if I go too deep into that on this episode, but I hope that makes sense because I believe that is actually a big factor on why a lot of sacral beings aren't actually respecting the plateau, respecting that pause and that limitation of resources that is asking them to go inwards to receive to expand, to intuit, instead of constantly driving and pushing and taking action. And very often, even a lot of what I see in the online space isn't even divine masculine action, it's wounded masculine action, rooted in fear. Fear of what if I don't have this six-figure launch? Fear of what if I don't show up daily? Fear of what if I don't go live every day? And that is wounded energy. Oh man, guys. Typical generator sacral authority. I not plan on talking about any of that, but all of that is so critical to this conversation of our sacral beings go, go, go. 
The second piece that I desire to talk about today in regards to the ebb and flow for generators and manifesting generators, I touched on in point one. We're going to dive a little bit deeper in point two, but this is the feminine cycle. And this will be actually a whole module, if you will, in business by human design, because this is really important to understand. We naturally ebb and flow with the moon every single month, every single month. Actually, now I think about it, I'll put together a new PDF on this for you guys. If you follow me on Instagram, my handle has changed. So if you've listened to previous episodes and thought, how do I find this woman on Instagram? It's for the sacred rebel, for the sacred rebel all together. No, no dots, no dashes, nothing is for the sacred rebel on Instagram. I'll put a new PDF. I have an old one that I had as part of a program. I'll spruce it up and post it for you guys to get access to, because this is really important to understand. And if you have a pen and paper out, it's going to be a lot of writing right now. So I'll do the work for you guys. I'll get that posted. You'll just have to follow me on Insta. All right, so we ebb and flow with the moon. Now, this is really important to understand. When I first found human design, I was on synthetic hormones, so birth control pills, and I did not require the space away that a woman off of synthetic hormones requires as part of their natural flow. And it'll make more sense as we go because the synthetic hormones have that constant supply of hormones. So it wasn't allowing, was not allowing me to move with the moon, was not allowing me to ebb and flow with the moon, was not allowing me to really be one with the cosmos. Now, I'm not judging anyone that's on synthetic hormones, of course. I simply just did not realize when I was on synthetic hormones how much it disconnected me from my feminine nature, from feminine flow, and from the cosmos. And as a a wild moon child since the time I was born, I didn't realize how much that was just a gaping wound in my soul. But that's for everyone to determine what is correct for them. I'm not a doctor, so please discuss with your doctor. However, if you are a sacral being, let's chat about the feminine cycle. So let's begin with the warrior pre-ovulation stage, I think this is the best place to start. Now, please know when I say days, your cycle is not going to be exact. I really do recommend and something I'm going to have my clients do in an upcoming mastermind. I'm calling it a mastermind. It's more of an initiation ah, circle. I don't even know the word for it. Stay tuned. It's going to be fucking bomb, but I'm going to have everyone tracking their cycle because these days are estimates. You could be very different. So the warrior pre-ovulation stage is going to be about days 7 to 13. This is going to be after your menstrual cycle stops. So the equivalent to nature would be spring, the waxing moon, or dawn. I like to use goddess archetypes and tie that in. The goddess archetype would be Artemis, the goddess of the hunt, just to give you that energy, right? Just so you can feel into what is the energy that is going down in my body, in my essence, in my frequency from days seven to 13 of my cycle in the warrior. It's Artemis, it's goddess of the hunt. And she's just so sovereign in her being as well. This is identified by strength, confidence, very high energy for all the designs. All the designs, even projectors and reflectors are going to have more energy in warrior. It's new beginnings. 
everything really feels positive, kind of this blooming of the roses, the birthing of something new, right? Just like spring. The equivalent is spring in nature. This is, if you've rested properly during your menstrual cycle, this is where you really have this kind of like take on the world attitude where it's like, watch out bitches, here I come. For hormones, there's going to be the steady increase in estrogen, okay? So this is going to boost your brain serotonin levels, which is going to lead to an increase in energy and an increase in enthusiasm. So what I love to see here is, in terms of business, in terms of sacral beings, or this could apply to anyone to be quite honest, starting new projects, right? Like plan speaking engagements. This is a great time to birth your new program or birth your new launch. This is a great time for birthing of new beginnings. And I find even for myself as a generator, I'm a generator for six sacral authority, I often find that it's the end of winter into the beginning of spring where I have a major void, where I have a major plateau, and it happens every single year. And it's usually mid-spring where I come out of it, which is what's happening exactly now, to birth the new projects. So this is a time in business to start new things, start new projects, birth those launches, birth the new program that you had kind of bubbling to the surface with that take on the world attitude. There's going to be like this powerhouse of creativity or superpowers within this is just like bursting with creativity, especially if you have gate 16. <laughs> there, your memory, your reason, your logic, it's going to be off the charts. The warrior preovulation is going to be a little bit more lean towards your masculine energy. So taking action on that which was received during your oracle phase, your menstrual cycle, because that's a time to receive your downloads. So it's that 10% action. Now you're birthing. Now you're putting it into place. Next days, 13 to 21 are the nurturer or ovulation. The equivalent to nature is summer and daytime. Goddess archetype is Kali. Another one that really stands out here is Hecate or Lilith would be more goddess archetypes here. Kind of that dark goddess energy, to be honest, even though it's the equivalent of summer. This is identified by patience, ripeness, balance, creativity, inspiration, compassion, wisdom, joy. This is where your optimism is going to be higher. Your confidence is higher. Your personal power is higher. No matter your design, you're going to be a little bit more extroverted. And you're going to be feeling a little bit like the social butterfly. So <laughs> especially if you're a fourth line, which is the networker. Maybe planning any kind of networking event, events around this time, expanding your network around this time. I mean, you're right in the heart of launch. You're right in the heart of starting new programs. This is like the belly of the beast, right? This is really where you are. I mean, estrogen and testosterone is going to be at an all-time high during this phase. You're beyond captivating. You're, you're most magnetic, right? So during this phase, it's really going to be optimizing your generator energy. You're going to feel go, go, go. This phase, you're going to feel like the Energizer Bunny. Like the Energizer Bunny was just getting started in Warrior, and now it's like chugging along in Nurturer, right? So this is going to be especially Warrior and Nurturer, your traditional generator energy, what you've heard about generators, if you're in the right work in warrior and nurture, because sacral beings are here to build, 
right? We're here to build. So if you're in the right work during warrior and nurturer is when it's just going to be off the charts, like ideas coming to you, creativity coming to you, the desire to launch, the birthing of new projects, networking. There's just this captivating generator magnetic energy in the warrior and the nurturer. It's going to be a little bit more lean towards the doing, launching the projects, running the courses, networking, maybe being on a podcast as a guest, speaking at events, that's going to be where the natural energy flow of the generator is going to be magnified generator, energizer bunny magnified during the warrior and the nurturer phases. Now, when we slip over into days 23 to 28, so it's going to be around 23 to the start of menstruation. This is what I call the sorceress. It's premenstrual. This is the equivalent of autumn, the waning moon, the evening. This one is going to be, again, kind of like the dark goddess energy. It's going to be the wild woman energy, like really, truly wild woman, the uninhibited sexual magnetic, really your true self. <laughs> what I always find hilarious about, you know, quote unquote PMS is really people are just saying shit they didn't want to say all along. (laughs) They just don't have the patience. So they're more of their true self during this time. So hormones, withdrawal of estrogen, testosterone, progesterone is going to be responsible for kind of this like, mm, more amplification, almost nervousness. Now, interestingly enough, if you are a an emotional authority, nervousness can mark the beginning of your emotional wave. So you might find that your emotional authority is just kind of like off the charts in the sorcerer's premenstrual phase. So really, truly, truly allowing yourself to honor 75 to 80% clarity as a sacral being within the sorcerer's premenstrual will be really important. Really, truly being sovereign in, is this kind of the hormones? that are making me want to jump ship on what I'm doing? Or is this truly like this nervousness that's building up through the energy of the awareness center of the solar plexus being an emotional authority that is bringing me into my wave? I would say with the sorceress premenstrual phase, it can potentially, because we have, you know, a reduction in mood stabilizing serotonin, can potentially lead to sacral authorities making emotional decisions. So acting as a conditioned emotional authority. And it can lead to emotional authorities making impulsive decisions, especially if you are an emotional authority generator with the splenic center activated. In the sorceress premenstrual, it can lead to an increase in unaligned decision making. So again, the sacral authority making emotional decisions as a condition emotional authority during this time, which is just the typical reduction in the mood stabilizing serotonin, the withdrawal of estrogen, testosterone, and progesterone. Oh, that was mouthful. And it can lead to emotional authorities making impulsive decisions. So really just being in tune with your authority, maybe even taking more time to process decisions. Now you might say, why would a sacral authority have to process decisions? The reality is some splits, triple split, for example, need more time to process shit. So during this time, have fun, infuse more of the feminine, treat yourself to, you know, celebrating 
the launch, celebrating the program that you just launched, really truly sink into the feminine here. And that brings us to the second feminine piece of our cycle. I love how even in our cycle, it's balanced masculine and feminine as well. It's so beautiful. This is what I call the oracle phase. It's our menstrual cycle here. It's our menstruation. Now with this, this would be the time where in history, women went to red tents to bleed together. And the reason being is it wasn't just believed, but it is true that our psychic abilities are off the charts. So women would go together and truly be the oracle, allow what they were meant to receive for wisdom for the whole tribe to come through. So this is days one to six typically, but again, might look different for your personal your personal schedule, your personal ebb and flow. And again, this will be something in my upcoming mastermind that we will be tracking because this is such a critical piece of understanding when to launch, when is most ideal for you to launch, when is most ideal for you to actually begin your programs, when you're receiving the biggest intuitive hits, when you're receiving amplified psychic abilities, when it feels really good to be super into the feminine, when it feels good to be a little more in the masculine doing energy. This is really important information for us as women to be aware of. We do move with the moon. I am to my core a moon child. So in the oracle menstruation phase, the equivalent to nature is going to be winter, night, dark, the new moon. Very often, not all the time, very often we are going to be synced up to the new moon, although some women are synced up to the full moon. Now, something that I really want to touch on right now, for the oracle phase, my high level clients take time off of work here. I naturally schedule into my schedule integration time, which is typically linked up with the Oracle. Sometimes I move it towards the end of Sorceress into the first couple of days of Oracle. It is playing with our cycle. Again, this is why it's going to be such a big focus in this mastermind I have coming up. I don't want to give away details. I'm so close to giving away details. I don't want to give away details. Zip the lips. <laughs> I'm but this is why it's so important to be in touch with our personal ebb and flow. So I use this time as my integration time because it is identified by interest, being introspective, really tapping into heightened, heightened psychic abilities, spiritual visions. Your dreams might be amplified. And for me, dreams have as much of a seat at the table as my waking life, if not more if I'm going to be honest, because our ego, our conscious mind can't get in the way there. For our hormones in this phase, your estrogen is going to bottom out in the first two days of this phase, which again is why sometimes my integrations, the end of sorceress, in the beginning of Oracle, and the first few days are going to leave you feeling tired. Hear that again, sacral beings. The first few days are going to leave you feeling tired. It is a natural part of your cycle. But what ends up happening here is generators hit this and they think they're doing something wrong. We've been conditioned, especially in the spiritual community, spiritual online business community, that we always have to be on. We have to post every day. We have to be in stories every day. We have to be very present, very on, especially conditioned for the sacral beings. Go, go, go. You're the energizer bunny. So what ends up happening is when sacral beings hit the oracle and hit this low energy and kind of this like, 
resting, releasing what no longer serves, receiving the visions, receiving the dreams and the wisdom that we're meant to receive. When we're being more introspective, we can feel like, well, what am I doing wrong and how can I push out of this? And very few clients, when they start with me, are actually working with their cycle. And this causes generators and manifesting generators to burn the fuck out. So the first few days, you're going to feel tired here. Even with your sacral, you're not doing something wrong. You're not out of alignment. And something important to understand is this isn't a plateau and this isn't the void. (laughs) There's a lot of misunderstandings about plateaus and about the void. This is not the void. This is not a plateau. And if you are postmenopausal and you don't have a menstrual cycle anymore, you still follow this. You are still a moon being. You still follow the ebb and flow of the moon as does the tides, as does nature. So after day three, your estrogen is going to rise and testosterone is going to rise. So you're going to start feeling like confident and kind of like courageous, badass again. You've had all these downloads if you've done this phase, right? You've had these visions, these dreams, and you're really ready to take on the world because you're moving over into warrior phase again. So in business, rest during this phase, even with a sacral. Oh my goodness. As a side note, my friends, my program I used to record (laughs) switched from my microphone to my computer microphone. So I apologize that the audio was shit for a period there, but I don't desire to re-record that because what came through was meant to come through. So we're just going to roll on. It is quite all right. I'm sure everyone was able to hear that. Okay. The next piece for sacral beings is if you are a fourth line. So if you have a profile that has a four, for example, a four, six, four, two, you are the networker. Yes, that is a big piece of the fourth line. However, the fourth line really requires time to itself. And a lot of people don't realize this with the fourth line. So if you have a fourth line, you will burn out in your business if you are going, 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 right? This is what's so fascinating about human design and why it's really important to work with someone that understands the mechanics of human design because it's multifaceted and just being a generator and the overarching theme of the generator, which we hear all the time, may not apply to you. So if you have the fourth line, it is marked by this ebb and flow between being the networker, the social butterfly, being magnetic out there, drawing people in with your aura and having time to recharge in your own energy. So if you do have a profile four line, knowing and understanding that even though you have a sacral, time alone is sacred to you. Time alone is sacred to you. On top of that, I forget how many points I've made now. (laughs) If you have a triple split and a four line, that's amplified. That time in your own aura is going to be amplified. That time in your own energy is going to be amplified. It is not healthy for a triple split to always be locked into a continuous flow of energy. And I'm not going to go really deep into that now. It's something I help my high-level clients with, but it's not healthy for a triple split to be locked into a certain energetic flow, a certain energetic frequency. So if you are a triple split, 
especially with a fourth line, but triple split regardless is going to need time in their own energy. It's imperative, not just time in your own energy, not just time away from the business, but even from those that you maybe share your home with, if you can, or away from everyone. Like Spend time in your own energy. Spend time in your own aura. And again, this can all be very confusing for a sacral being when you've been conditioned and told that you go, go, go to feel like, well, what the fuck? I can't go. I've hit this brick wall and it's knocked me on my ass. And this is where having someone to guide you, someone to ask the right questions and support you in your experiment and in your journey is really important because there is a difference between a plateau. There is a difference between gate 41 and the limitation of resources. There is a difference with the void. And there is a difference between being out of alignment and hitting a brick wall. These are all different energies. So having someone there that can ask the right questions to help guide you through your process is going to be really important. Now, the final piece I'm going to talk about today, I don't often talk about variables because Ra had said, and I do agree with him, that if you are not living your strategy and authority, in his words, the variables are intellectual garbage. (laughs) He might've used crap. But intellectual crap, right? It's feeding the not self mind. It's making us feel like we have more information that allows us to align. But the reality is the foundational piece, which most people just never grasp, is strategy and authority. Because more information doesn't help you live your design if you're not even understanding strategy and authority. And your ego is going to be like, well, that's bullshit. The more information I know, the better I can learn my design and live my design. And it's not true. It is, I'm promising you, it's not true. So the one thing I'll touch on here and how it will impact sacral beings is if we are looking at your design side, so the red, and your earth sun, so it's going to be the top variable, which is the top arrow on the left-hand side, the red one, earth sun, so it's going to be the top one. If it points to the right, if it points to the right, You don't need to be digesting things. Now, this is both food and knowledge, right? The variables are not just in regards to actual food digestion. It's also knowledge digestion, brain digestion, essence digestion. You do not need as much, quote unquote, food. (laughs) In fact, it's actually unhealthy for you to be constantly digesting. And this is something that I work with my one-on-one clients with as well, because if you have that variable pointing right, and I have a lot of clients that come to me and they're enrolled in five different courses and they're studying every day and they have this attitude of, you know, it's my job to improve myself. (laughs) So then they take that a little bit too seriously. And if that arrow points right, That is actually unhealthy to be in a constant state of digesting either food or information. So if we're adding all this on top, so I am actually a four-line profile. I am a triple split. And I do have that variable pointing right. We really, truly need time to ourselves. We need space We need to allow ourselves time to digest. 
what's being brought in, especially a triple split. A triple split does require more time to digest information. And then you add that variable on top of it. You add the four line, which is this ebb and flow between being the networker and introspection, time alone. So it when we put all these pieces together, and this is what I help my clients with, when we put all these pieces together, we can get this beautiful blueprint for what business, what our self-development path, what everything is meant to look like. But when we just take it as you are a generator, therefore you're meant to go, go, go. It's going to knock a lot of sacral beings on their asses. It's going to knock a lot of sacral beings out of alignment. And it's going to cause a lot of issues for beings that actually even though they have a sacral, are meant to have a significant portion of their time resting and in their own space. You know, it kind of makes me giggle because projectors always get this quote of rest is queen. But you look at someone's design like me, (laughs) and if you have a similar design to me with the design variable, your design internal variable, Sun, Earth, pointing right, being passive, four line, triple split, 41, truly, truly, truly meant to be a design that is kind of the napping queen, even though you have a sacral. So this is also where, and what I desired with this podcast episode to show you, where it's also dangerous to learn little pieces of information online and apply it to you and apply it to your business. This is also why my one-on-one containers now are a minimum of six months. Because there is a lot of fucking information to not just learn. I can throw a lot of information at you. But to integrate, to embody, and then to transcend. Where it just becomes a piece of who you are. How you live and breathe. In harmony. In alignment. So that's why I've shifted my one-on-one focus to a minimum of six months. And it's also why I'm going to let this, oh goodness. Business by human design is evolving. The little golden nugget I'm going to give you is it's turning more into a mastermind than just a one-time product drop because of this. It's an experiment and I desire to go deep with my clients. I desire to go deep with who I work with rather than just launching, you know, a four week course and then saying goodbye, good luck. I desire to go deep and I desire to work with those who desire to go deep and who are ready to have this initiation into their original blueprint, into their ancient blueprint, into their gifts, into their medicine, into their magic and birth that into the world and Within that, be okay with being in the void. Be okay with being in a plateau without rushing it. If you're in a plateau that is meant to take two months and you you sign up for a six-week one-on-one coaching with someone, how the fuck does that work? It doesn't. It doesn't. And this is why so many people powerful, intuitive, psychic, medicine woman, healers, leaders, mentors, guides are in this perpetual hell cycle, hamster wheel of not moving forward. Because when they do hit, especially sacral beings, hit that plateau, well, they're trying to force themselves out of it, especially if they just committed and they spent $10,000, $20,000 on coaching that six weeks long, 
And now they're like, oh shit, I quote unquote need to get my money's worth. Have you ever said that? Right? So they're pushing themselves through that plateau. They're pushing themselves through the void, which defeats the whole point of your process, which defeats the whole point of being in flow, being one with the cosmos, being one with Gaia, being one with your original blueprint and one with divine will. And that's when ego takes over. And that's where we see a lot of problems in business. And that's where we see prolonged plateaus because <laughs> you're forcing yourself through it. My plateaus, I'm going to be honest, last year in 2020, my generator plateau was almost three months long. It was June, July, August, pretty much. I put my business on hold. I didn't sell anything to do with human design, nothing. And I just did things for fun. So I sold, I was a personal trainer. I want to say in a past life, but it was this life. It just feels like a past life. I sold some training programs for fun. I spent more time with my family. I did a lot of like working out and CrossFit, things like that. And I did things for fun, sold things for fun, but really didn't focus on growing the business. I was like deep in the plateau. (laughs) I was deep in the void, deep in the plateau. And it was a generator plateau that almost lasted three months. How many people listening would be willing to sit in a plateau for three months? How many of you are actually investing in programs that allow you the space to be in the void for that kind of time, to be in a plateau for that amount of time without forcing your way out of it? I'm guaranteeing very few people that are listening are honoring that and then wondering why their business is stagnant, why they're stuck, why they're frustrated why it's stop and go, why they can't just seem to put their finger on what they're here to do. And it's because it's all through this wounded energy. So my business is no longer supporting that wounded energy. So business by human design is turning into almost this like mastermind program hybrid. It's going to be really fucking badass. And I'm so excited for it to drop for you guys because I am here for those that desire to go deep. That desire, like a whole mind, body, soul transformation to integrate, embody, and then transcend your original blueprint where, like I said, it just becomes a piece of your being. It just becomes who you are. It's just your essence. You live and breathe it. You don't even have to think about it. And you honor the ebbs and flows of your design, especially as a sacral being. Because we are the most heavily conditioned to believe we are meant to go all the time. Projectors have a lot of permission to rest. They're given all the permission in the world to rest. We aren't. We're told something's wrong if we desire to rest. We're told we're out of alignment if we desire to rest. And that's not Ra's teachings. I'm trained by Ra's personal students. I wish I could say I was trained by Ra himself, but of course he's passed away. Those aren't his original teachings. It's how the online space has warped it and transformed it. So that's also the value in working with someone that's trained in true human design. You get the true essence of it. All right, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This is a fucking badass episode. It's like a mini training. I will get that PDF put together for you guys and up on my link tree on Instagram. So again, it is no longer my old Instagram. I'm creating the whole brand around For The Sacred Rebel. So I am at For The Sacred Rebel on Instagram. And if you love this podcast episode, I would love if you could take a screenshot and tag me and share it. Holy shit, there are a lot lot of golden nuggets in here. 
I feel like this could have literally been a training and a program, but that's always my desire for podcast episodes. And that's why it really means a lot to me if this energy exchange is not just listening to the podcast episode, however, is taking a moment to share your feedback, share the podcast, like it, subscribe in some way, have that energy exchange because the reason why this podcast isn't X amount of podcasts in a month is when I drop into an episode, it is my deepest desire to drop into a training for you to receive things that you can take action on immediately, for you to receive something that most people are saving for their paid programs. So I hope you take a moment. It would mean a lot to me if you could take a moment for this energy exchange between the two of us in this episode for you to be taking a screenshot, tagging me on Instagram and sharing with someone that you know needs to hear this. So I love you. I can't wait to, you guys got the first, how many times did I almost spill the beans and I ended up spilling the beans? I'm really bad at keeping secrets, so I should have known I'd spill the beans on this episode. Maybe that was all the divine will, divine path anyway. But you guys are the first to hear about what's happening with Business by Human Design. And this is why I haven't been rushing the launch because I've been allowing this vision to drop in. So for those of you that have been patiently waiting Thank you. I deeply appreciate your um, trust and your patience as I'm in the plateau in the void. As a 4-6, as that role model, I really truly hope and believe that me honoring this is also being the role model for you to honor your process. So I do hope that just watching and viewing me and how I work within the void and how I allow that chaos and confusion to be there because confusion is not bad. Confusion brings clarity and you're going to be confused as fuck in the void and you're going to feel like, you know, you got caught in the undertow of the ocean in the void that or caught in the tornado. I use the weather often as as a metaphor for the feminine. That's normal. That's OK. So I truly hope and believe that this is an opportunity for you to give yourself permission to honor your cycle, to honor your ebb and flow, to honor where you are at and realize that the void, the cosmos, divine will, your sacred mission asks nothing of you but to show up how you are. That's it. To show up how you are. So I love you guys and I can't wait to drop in with another podcast episode. I'll see you over on Instagram. Bye guys.